blog, Mimosas in Manhattan. And Court and Kelly on Instagram. And we're back with another episode of So Random with Court and Kelly. Oh my God, it has been a while. I feel like we're a little rusty, but we're going to get right back into it. We're going to get right back into it. So we took last week off because we just had so much going on, which we're going to, we're going to get into because we just have a lot of updates, um, that I'm sure you guys have seen on Instagram, but like, I'm excited to really like dive into all the behind the scenes of like our past two weeks. They've honestly been like so busy. My head is spinning with everything that's gone down. It has gone down in the DMs and by DMs, I mean our lives. <laughs> okay. So I like actually haven't talked to you about this. So I'm excited to look here in real time because so Kelly essentially spoke on this panel um, for DC bloggers. You can look them up on Instagram. If you're curious or in like the DC area or as they like to call DMV area, I think. Um, so I, I just want to give my perspective and then you can like give your perspective. So, okay. Well, like- I, I just have to say really quick. Okay. Good. I don't know if you know this, but, um, you're talking to a famous person right now. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to get into this because, um, I had been like watching kind of the emails cause you know, we share an email. Kelly and I do mimosas in Manhattan at gmail.com if you like to email us ever. Um, but she's been prepping for this huge, I want to say kind of conference where she was yeah. going to be a keynote speaker to teach people how to pitch brands. So I'm like so excited for her. And she the, the, the day happens. And I kid you not, we have never had so many like blah, 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 mention you, blah, 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 mention you. I was like freaking out. There was like 50 to a hundred of just like people mentioning Kelly. And I loved it because I got to like watch their videos because I couldn't be there. Um, cause I was in the Hamptons with my sister and her um, husband's family. Sun so flex. I, but I felt like I was there from everybody's, uh, Instagram posts. So that's my little intro. So I'm so excited to hear what it was like in like as you, because you're a famous person now. Court, that was such a good intro. Thanks. Okay. So this is what I have to say. I think that we should take this on the road. Oh, 100%. (laughs) We need to, now that coronavirus is over and I saw that Lala, like give them Lala and Randall. It's now going on the road. I was (laughs) like, if they can do it, we can do it. We can do it. I love public speaking. Like I think it's one of my passions in life. Cause you know, like I love performing. I grew up performing. So when I was on that stage, I was like, no fucking way. Somebody's going to get me off this stage. I'm up here for an hour. If somebody tries to get me off before that hour is up, I'm going to be pissed. I was thriving. And at one point I took my heels off in the middle of my talk. (laughs) I was like, I was like, sorry, my feet hurt. And I took my heels off, but it was, no, it was just really, really good. And like, I really wanted to put a lot of thought into this talk because I feel like, you know, we've done so many panels and so many talks where people just give like, like very basic information, like stuff that you can basically Google. And so I just went into so much granular detail about like how to read a contract, like words you need to look for in a contract and stuff like that. And It was just amazing. And my parents were there and I think they were shocked by like what I was saying. Like, obviously our parents like know what we do, but they don't really get what we do. 
you know? 100%. This happened to me when I was at my dad's house and I was just on a call. And like, after I finished the call, my dad was shook. He was like, wow. He's like, oh my God, you just really, really dominated and knew what you were saying. And I was like, yeah, like this is what I do. But it is hard for our parents' generation to like fully grasp what it is that we do for a living. A thousand percent. Like my dad and my mom were just looking at my PowerPoint slides. Like, you know, there's so many marketing words that they're just like, I don't understand. My dad is very, very, very rarely speechless. Like he always has something to say about something at the end of it. He was just like, you did very well. (laughs) (laughs) Then, you know, he goes, he goes to post to Facebook and that's where his like real, um, Oh yeah. Facebook post was epic. So he, of course, is like, um, his whole thing was like, I'm at this DC blogger event and blah, 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 blah. And Kelly's dad is like super tall, like this big guy with this handlebar mustache. And he's just around all these like cute little blogger, DC bloggers. And I just commented, and I go, you fit right in, Uncle Richard. Somebody came up to him and they're like, oh, are you a blogger? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, maybe that would be a niche for him. Yeah. I mean, he's retired. Like, let's just get yeah. Get him on, yeah. get him in the group. So anyway, it was a blast. It was so much fun. I ended up like turning the F up because afterwards I was like, oh my God, I'm celebrating myself. And we were supposed to record the podcast last Friday. And I was like, Courtney, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> well, I'm so proud of you. You, I, you. Mean, I just feel like people, it seems like you really resonated with so many people based on the DMs. Yeah, it, it went down in the DMs. It was, it was a blast. And next time they want us to do it together. Oh, okay. I will hundred percent fly to DC. I mean, I will do anything to be on that high that you were on. Oh, I'm still on the high. I am riding high, but not as high as you are because you were in the Hamptons last weekend. And are you just this boozy, bougie bitch? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm bougie now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um in my lover voice, I'm like repping the Hamptons in my lover voice. You are. We no. should change it to Courtney and Hamptons and Rose and whatever you guys get it. Whatever. It was only my second time in the Hamptons, but this time was really amazing because um, we were staying with my brother-in-law. So my older sister's um, brother, his family in East Hamptons, they have this beautiful house that they're staying in for the summer. So we were there and um, on Saturday night, I and mean, we just had like a great time, like did a bunch of stuff. You guys probably saw the Instagram stories. And then Saturday night, we were like, oh, let's go out. And my brother-in-law, David was like, I'm going to bring one of my friends. And oh my God, you guys, I was texting Kelly and I was like, I think I met a guy for you. Like he was so perfect for Kelly. So all he said that made me know like this was the match. So I don't even know what, how we got on the subject, but we started talking about families and he was talking about his mom and he's like, well, it's so weird because my mom, um, when she wants to send me a news story, instead of just DMing or like texting me a link to the news, yeah. story, she cuts out the article in the newspaper and then mails it to me. And I was like, stop, because if you guys know anything about aunt Peggy, Kelly's mom, she only snail mails Kelly, um, articles. She will even snail mail Kelly an article to then snail mail to me. 
Well, she actually has, she has one for you. She already cut it out. And I was like, mom, why don't you just send her the link? Like, it's so much easier. She was like, no, but I write all of my notes and I highlight the words and I want Courtney to see all of the highlights that I have in the article. So there's an article coming your way, by the way, but oh my God, I think that's a match made in um, editorial magazine heaven. Yeah. In Hampton's heaven. So anyway, we're going to have to try to find a way to like get these two together to see if it would be a match, but let's just put all of our manifestation energy into this potential relationship, because I really think it would be a fabulous one. Okay. But I have two other questions. I mean, just one other question. What are two other personality traits? Because I know nothing about this guy, except you did send me a picture and he looked hot. Like his chin was nice. (laughs) Did you see that thing? It went on for miles. He's, uh, He's definitely your type in terms of looks. And he's definitely the thing. Okay. The thing about Kelly is that she does normally go for extroverted guys. Like you like a guy that kind of is the center of attention, which I always find to be so weird because I am the complete opposite. I do not, I mean, I'm, I'm getting married to Kyle who like he, he holds his own obviously. Yeah. But he lets you have the spotlight. He lets me have the spotlight where Kelly's different, but I would say this guy's definitely more laid back. Um, definitely more laid back. So a little bit different in terms of like what you normally go for but I really appreciated that he had really like small like very um witty comment like kind of like it not center of attention like loud look at me but things you had to kind of hear and notice but when you notice those funny things he was saying it was like you're just dying and is he uh, one of those guys that like when they speak you want to listen yes yes oh yeah we all wanted to know he had to say like um I was so, we were so curious. And David is like, uh, my brother-in-law is like our number one listener of the podcast. So I'm interested to see uh, what <laughs> his response to all of this is. Oh God, uh, I'm scared. I know. But anyway, so let's hope that it happens. Okay. I put, it, put the vibes out there in the world for me, people. Yeah. We're going to put the vibes out there. Okay. So on another note, la- okay. Not last weekend, two weekends ago. Sorry, I'm getting confused because we didn't record last week. But the reason why we didn't record because was because we were so, we were still hungover from my engagement party. Yeah, like four days later, we were hungover. I could not, like, it, it at first was just like a very calm party with like parents. Yeah. It got weird. <laughs> Corey, we have not debriefed on this yet. We specifically saved this conversation for the podcast. So much happened that night. I don't even know. Uh, like it was fun. Court was in a tutu. She looked so adorable. I did her makeup. Like family was there. Fast forward six hours. Court is still in her tutu, no, no, but alas, whole new outfit. I changed. No, no, like- not yet. Oh, okay, okay. She okay. was doing a keg stand oh, yeah. in her tutu. <laughs> we had a keg, and like right when the last parent left, it was like that was my key to be like let's do keg stand. Like suddenly we were back in high school and like the last parent, like the parents left the house for a little bit. And suddenly we were like, keg stand. Like when's the last time you guys did a freaking keg stand? I'll tell you 2014. Yeah. I did like four keg stands that night. I mean, I was on one. And then the next thing I know, we had had liquor in this house for like months and months and months that has from like partnerships or things that we just haven't drank. We are out. Like I go into the living room. Somebody's like, do you guys, I just really want to get a mixed drink. Like I don't want to drink beer anymore. I was like, yeah, we have like, you know, a handle of Tito's like gin, what, what have you, everything yeah. is gone fresh out. And I look up 
because we had this like really nice decanter that Kyle had gotten for um, a wedding as a wedding gift that we had put whiskey in like forever ago. And I was like, oh my God, well, we do have like a decanter of whiskey and everybody cheered because we had found more <laughs> liquor. And then we passed that decanter, that decanter around like this beautiful decanter and everybody's taking shots. And then the next thing I know, we are going out. It's like 1 a.m. It Her was like, ended. but no, now we're on, no. Like we're going out. No, we're on stage two of the night and suddenly we're at freehold. Things are like bumping and in the new outfit. Oh yeah. New outfit. And we were just on one. Like I love freehold. Whenever I'm at freehold, I'm like, I'm home. Like, yeah. Welcome home. So fun. So fun. You guys have to go. And actually they opened up one in Miami and they also opened up, they took over, um, you know, that union square cafe. Yeah. That is now freehold. And I went there with my mom on Thursday. Um, very, very cute. If you guys are just like walking around Union Square, definitely pop in there. It's really cute. But anyway, so that was like stage two of the night. Then we had a stage three after party and I didn't like, I didn't go home until like 7 a.m. It was, it was, it was wild. <laughs> so essentially what happened was, and you guys, I'm not proud of this, but like at Freehold, my memory starts to go like I put you in a car. Yeah. Kelly put us in a car and (laughs) basically, um, there was a girl who like knew who we were like court and Kelly. And she was trying to tell me that she liked my outfit. And my little sister goes, all you could keep saying was badgley Mishka, badgley Mishka factor. And that's when my little sister and I had like five espresso martinis because I had bought espresso martinis for everyone and a bloody Mary. Like my receipt was five espresso martinis, one Bloody Mary. Why do you keep doing that? Freehold literally came back to our friend Jordan and was like, we do not make Bloody Marys at 2 a.m. So (laughs) we're not giving you that. So my sister was like, okay, I need to move all these Bloody Marys and like get this bee in a car. (laughs) Well, you did. So I go home and then the the morning comes and I know Kelly just never went home. Never. But you invited the girl who knew us, like the girl who we met at Freehold, who knew who we were, to her and her friends to the after party. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was wild. And at the after party, we we're just like dancing and playing heads up. And then they were like, let's watch the sunrise. Like it was such a New York moment. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm staying with my mom at the Williamsburg Hotel. Like I should probably go back to the hotel. You're like, I probably need to go home now. I probably need to go home. And I went home. Both of my shoes broke, like both of them broke. So I'm just like limping home oh, <laughs> like 7 a.m. It was a moment. But all of that to say is like, we had such a good time. So much of your family came in for the engagement party. So we were like, all of a sudden, all of our world started colliding with like family and friends and friends of your sisters were all there. Like, it was just such a good moment. I think everybody was so happy after this year and a half of like all not being together and nobody was worrying because everybody at the party was vaccinated. Like nobody was worrying about like, oh, do I have to have my mask on? Like, just like, you know, stuff that you like forget that you used to worry about, like, two freaking weeks ago, basically. So it was just such an amazing moment. I agree. I agree. It was such a great party and I, I just had the best weekend, but I think that really led to you to maybe doing some 
soul searching of soul what searching. your next step is in life. Soul searching, soul searching. Yeah. So is that what I said, or did I say something else? Soul searching. No, you said that. And I just wanted to repeat it because you hit yeah. the nail on the head. Soul searching. Yeah. So there I was <laughs> me and my mom, I'm sorry, my mother and I, we were sitting on the Williamsburg hotel rooftop and the pool is there. People are walking around in these dope outfits. This girl walks by with Stella McCartney, hot pink shoes that I'm getting for my birthday. And I was just like, you know, mom, what I really miss about living in Brooklyn is that everybody has such a sense of style and not not even style. It's just like, it's so eclectic. And I think something that I like, I I love DC. I love being here. I love being here because my family and friends are here. But something that I really, really miss is that you don't get that, like, I guess that like style that I really love, you know? And I think people, I think DC is really changing and that's amazing, but like so many people work for the government or, um, you know, I don't know. So you kind of like get, especially with guys, like mostly with guys, you get like the same guy over and over again. Yeah. I see. And I like, when we were at that night on Friday or Thursday or whenever, when we were at like field, what's that place called? Jailgate tailgate I looked around and I was I couldn't hold a conversation with your parents because there were so many hot guys <laughs> walking around in skinny jeans and converse I was like popping a bee and oh my god where did that phrase just come from I kind of like what it. that means <laughs> you know, like I just I just was like who are all these hotties and how do I get one? You know? And I think you kind of like miss that you, you forget about it. So anyway, I was like talking to my mom and we had a really long talk about, you know, the next step. And I know you guys have, have like heard me say this over and over and over again, but like what's after this. And I've been really going back and forth between DC and LA. And then I've just like, I think I'm definitely at the conclusion that it's just too far away for me. And I like, love it so much, but it's just too far. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've like, I love being here, but the best thing about New York is that I can hop on a train and in three and a half hours, I'm home. So, you know, it's so easy. So uh, my mom kind of planted the seed. Oh my God. I just spit like all over the microphone. Sorry. (laughs) I feel like I need, wait, let me take a second. I'm back. Okay. So my mom sort of like planted the seed where she was like, well, why don't you just move back to New York? And I was like, oh, Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So then that night I told Courtney, I was like, maybe I should just move back to New York. And then her little tutu starts flopping around and she's like, oh, (laughs) then I came back to life and I was like, don't tell me this because you're going to get my hopes up. And I don't, until this bitch has a flight booked and an apartment booked, I'm not believing anything that she says. Yeah. Don't believe a word I say, (laughs) but the seed has been definitely planted and the roots are growing. Yeah. And you know what? Like you still have your furniture rental for like two more months, right? One more month. Yes. I still have my feather furniture rental and I'm sort of taking this two months to like map out what this would look like and how I would get it done. As you guys know, all my shit's still in LA. So like, I still have to go get that. (laughs) 
and then like figure it out from there. But I, that night that I told you, I was like up till 6am. I was just kind of like mapping out how I would do this. And I sort of was thinking like, why is it so much harder for me this time around moving to New York? And I think it's because I'm going to be 29 and the possibility of failure, failure at 29 is so different than failure at 21. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think because you feel like you have so much more, oh, okay, I, it didn't work out. Well, then I, I'm 22, 23, it's fine. But I yes. think 29, if you, you feel like it doesn't work out or it's not exactly what you wanted, then you're like, I'm 30, 31. Yeah. And I'm like uprooting again and moving again, which I really don't mind. Like I do like moving and going to different places. And I also feel like I still feel like I have at least one to two more years where we're like, totally focused in and we're still like running to events and doing this. And with New York opening back up, like, I don't want to miss out on that when, especially now that I don't have a full-time job and I can be able to focus in so much more and a different experience for you than when you did live here. I feel like it's, it's going to be completely different. A thousand percent. Cause when I left New York last time, like a huge reason why I left is because I was so unhappy with my work situation in New York and I wanted to switch that up and it became so much better when I was in LA. So I still kind of have like those memories in my mind, but I need to sort of like compartmentalize what that was versus what this time around would be. It would just be totally different. Yeah. Like I can, I think about my time in New York segmented in here was my three years, like exact, because it was exactly three years. I worked for Macy's and did the blog. Then here are, you know, that was 2015 to 2018. And then here's 2018 to 2021. That is completely, obviously 2020 is a year in itself, but like here are three years that were completely different in terms of like just thinking of it in terms of 2019 and now kind of the second half of 2021. But it is, I mean, as we've talked about New York, just walking around, it's so happy. And I I mean, I just, whatever you choose though, you're going to find happiness because you're just a positive person. Oh my God. That was so sweet. I also had one little tidbit and I've always said this to myself and I'm kind of like putting this mantra back in my head. I've always said like the second you get comfortable, you need to go get uncomfortable again. And I'm feeling really comfortable right now. And I'm not, I don't want to feel that way. Like, I feel like I'm still in my twenties. I need to keep putting myself out there and making myself feel uncomfortable. And New York always makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And you turned 29 this weekend, July 6th. And then we're going to Cabo the following weekend to celebrate because I can't, I wish I could go to DC to celebrate Kelly's birthday this weekend, but I, Kyle's family is taking us as our Christmas gift is taking us all to Hawaii. (laughs) So I get, I think that I need to, um, be you in my next life. <laughs> so we're all going, I mean, at this point, I just reload off of like my brother-in-law, <laughs> my fiance's family. Like I'm just doing like, oh, Lex, yeah. we're staying at her house in Cabo. <laughs> like Lex, my friends. Um, but anyway, so, so um, I'm really bummed to miss, but I think we're going to have so much fun in Cabo and oh, I can't wait. Um, it's going to be like, I feel like too, you know, you're 29 in this great place. Lex, Lex kind of style, also 20 or 30 now, but also in a great place of being single. And then our other from Victoria, Victoria Van Ness on Instagram. I know we've talked about her previously on the podcast, but she's also coming. She's newly single. She's a little bit younger than us, but you know, we love that energy. We do. We do. <laughs> we do love that energy. It's true. And then, um, so we have three single ladies and then Courtney and Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> 
Three ladies and then me and Kyle. It's like, we're having a girls weekend plus Kyle, but he, he's such a good sport. Yeah. Well, we're, so the reason why we're doing it this way is because it is so long to fly from New York to Hawaii. So Kyle and I were like, we physically cannot do like a 14 hour flight. So it's like minimum. Yeah. My flight is like minimum 12 hours, which is so insane. Insane. So I was like, let's just fly. Well, yeah, but I know what you mean, but let's fly from here to Seattle do like a night or two there. So we're leaving for Seattle, like in a couple hours. Um, don't wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, okay. When were you going to tell me this? Straight into the heat wave that, um, the, the North East, Northwest has going on right now. So yeah, I'm going to, when did you become a meteorologist? I, well, they, they're having a crazy heat wave. It's a hundred degrees there. Oh. Um, so we're going to go to Seattle, spend two nights there and then fly to Hawaii and then Hawaii, then do San Diego and then do Cabo. So yeah, it's a West coast adventure. Go ahead, Kelly question. I have a question for, um, Mrs. Seaman. Yeah. Um, do you ever sleep? No, I do a Sunday. Okay guys, I'm in this new, sorry, this is side note. And then I'll get to my life update, but okay. Sundays recently, I have been going to bed. I, I haven't been eating dinner because I'm so tired that like I got back from the Hamptons. I fell asleep at six o'clock and then I sleep until like nine the next day. So I okay. like, it's, it's weird. Like Sundays are my, um, like 20 hour sleep, sleep days. Yeah. So you just like make up for a lost time. Yeah, exactly. So I just hibernate. Um, but yeah. Okay. But the good news is it's something that we, I want to talk about. That's my life update is oh. I found my wedding dress. Ooh. Okay. You guys, this wedding dress oh. shopping experience was so freaking epic. Like it was epic. It was so much fun. Like I, well, let me just shout out really quick. Badger Mishka is doing my dress, but Lotus Bridal was the bridal store that we went to. And Emily was our bridal consultant and she was so fabulous. Amazing. Opened up the store early for us um, to just have the experience. Like um, I brought Kelly, my two sisters, my mom and Kyle's mom. So there were six of us total. And we just got the whole store to ourselves, which was like so nice because yeah. we're loud and they had oh. for us champagne and like, it just made the experience so much more intimate and we could all spread out and like COVID you feel better because we're not like all up and there's not on top of each other that we don't know if they're vaccinated or not vaccinated. Um, so we felt comfortable not having to have masks on and all of that stuff. So the whole, like, I know it, the one thing I told people that I didn't know about trying on wedding dresses was how freaking sweaty I was going to get. <laughs> well, I'm just saying those dresses are so heavy. Like yeah. keeping them on and off was a workout, like in itself. I had no, I had to ask them to like turn up the air conditioning. Yeah. She was like dripping at one point. I, yeah, I was like, it was, I got so hot because putting those things on and off is just like so hard. But, um, it was so much fun. And I think Kelly knew immediately when I put the dress on that. I oh, a thousand percent. Kelly was like, I have chills. And then she cried. Yeah, I did. I, well, this is the hard part. Courtney looks basically good in everything. Cause she, her body type, like it just looks good in wedding dresses. And I knew that was going to happen because we did go to David's bridal and you tried on wedding dresses yeah. before and you just, you look good in everything. Like the only time I've ever gone bridal shopping was with my sister who has like double D's and it's just like a harder body to fit. And so like you put everything on and it's almost harder to shop for you because it's like, you don't just get something because it fits, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, um, anyway, so she walks out in this dress and I was like, "I I know this is the dress. Like, I know it's the dress and I'm very opinionated 
but I held my opinion back. Yes. Everybody held their opinion. It was really funny because I was down to two that I was so conflicted on and they were both very unique in their own ways. And, um, I could tell like secretly that I knew everybody liked the other one, but nobody said anything. And you guys were all like so nice about, because they were both beautiful. Like no matter yeah. which I would have ended up. Well, Cause I thought you were leaning to number two and I didn't want you to be like, well, Kelly really likes number one. I can't go for number two. Yeah. Yeah. But then when everybody cried at number one, I just knew that and the difference. Okay. Like to not give anything away, but the one I ended up choosing, it's not form fitting. And I was my sister who had just got married. She was like, it not that I don't want to like, like have a great body for the wedding or like be in my best shape. But my sister was like picking one that isn't super tight, just takes the stress off in the yeah. that you don't get down to like, not that you have to be a certain weight or anything, but like, you know, you guys know what I mean. No. Yeah. You don't want to be walking down the aisle and be like, Oh my God, are people looking at my pooch? Yeah. Because the second one that I almost picked could tell, like, if you had a pooch, you're going to see it. And I was worried that like in photos, if they caught me at the wrong angle in that dress, like I would the whole time, I would just be nitpicking my body. And yeah. Like, That's the last thing that you want to be doing at the wedding. Yeah. At your wedding the dress and I'm not going to give too much away, but I'm just going to say like, it's so much more your personality. You looked like a fairy goddess. And I think we need to do every accessory that life has to offer. Oh yeah, we are. I've are, I'm already like in talks with this girl on Instagram to do like a custom crown. Um, <laughs> Cause you know, like that's just oh, what the vibe has to be. I'm so um, excited. But also if you guys want to see all of her dresses that she tried on, she did post about it on Instagram and you can see a bunch of them. They're absolutely gorgeous. Like it was such an incredible experience. Courtney, like also only tried on 10, maybe 10 dresses. And she was like, okay, this one, like she's not a bride. Who's like, oh, let me try on uh, 60 dresses. I'm extremely decisive. So no, I, and I was so happy to just like find one that I loved a lo- so much and all the family loved that I was like, I never want to do this try on thingy again. Cause I sweat <laughs> so much. <laughs> it was fun, but it's hard ass work. People. It is. And also you're the center of attention and it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And then getting all your family, like, it's like, I'm like so happy right now with this whole experience. Like, and I loved the dress. Like when I put it on, I, I I think when I walked out, you just know you're like, this is the one. Yeah. Um, okay. I need to do a hard pivot. Okay. Hard pivot, hard pivot. I really, sorry, this is like a really hard pivot, but like, I really want to talk about quickly the Britney Spears saga. Are you following along? Yes, I am. I am. I, I, yes, I am. Okay. So if those of you who don't know, Britney Spears gave a 24 minute statement last Wednesday against her conservatorship that she's lived under for the past 13 years. Oh my God, 13 years. That's so, so long. It's really insane. If you guys haven't heard it, I highly, highly recommend hearing just bits and pieces of her speech. Even the tone of her voice sounds so different when she did this testimonial than in her Instagram posts. Like it was wildly different. It reminded me a lot of when Paris Hilton puts on her Paris Hilton voice versus her actual voice during the documentary. It's almost like three tones down from the way she talks, you know, in public, which was, it was almost kind of jarring. Like, I don't think we've ever heard her speak like that before. Mm -hmm. And she was talking all about 
everything that she's lived under. And I think that like during this free Britney movement, we all came up with like conspiracy theories and all these terrible things that's happened to her. And she doesn't have the choice to like go to Starbucks if she wants to. I don't know if any of us knew exact details, but when this came out, it was worse than what we thought it was under this conservatorship. Like it's so, so, so heartbreaking. She even said at one point she wanted to start um, a family and get married to her boyfriend, Sam Ashgari. I think that's how you pronounce it. Sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. And her conservatorship won't let her take her IUD out and have a child. And it's just so, so, so heartbreaking. I don't really know what's going to happen next. I guess there's like multiple rounds that they have to go through for the court. But um, I don't know if you saw this, but two days ago, Jamie Lynn Spears came out and like did this whole Instagram video. She's getting a lot of slack or flack, flack. Like, yeah, people, people just think, so I had read that she didn't speak about it until people started saying that she needed to be removed from the Netflix series that she's in. I believe like Sweet Magnolias. Oh. So people are saying like, until people started asking Netflix to remove her from the series was when she finally spoke out and people are like, well, why haven't you spoken out previously? But the only thing, not that I'm defensive at all of, of Jamie Lynn Spears, but I wonder, I just, there's so many layers to what is going on. So the only thing is, I don't know what's happened behind closed doors between yeah. her and her, but yeah, it's like gross that she hasn't said anything publicly when like Brittany is out speaking so publicly and her boyfriend speaking public or not speaking, but he is wearing like the free Brittany shirt and all that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the whole thing's crazy. The whole thing is so crazy. And some of her Zoe 101 stars came out and like started talking shit about her. I don't know if I'm down with all that, but like low key, I really did like Zoe 101. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. Oh my God, that is wild. I know. Um, yesterday, Christina Aguilera came out with an amazing statement in support of Britney Spears. And if you guys haven't read it, I think it's on her Instagram or Instagram stories. You can find it anywhere. We love Xtina. We stand Xtina. I was actually always an Xtina fan back in the day over Britney. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but you know how everybody used to pin the two next to each other. Everybody had their pick. Like I was Britney, but my older sister was Christina. Yeah. I just like, I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yes. So anyway, we will definitely stay on top of this and give you guys updates because we are reporter journalists. Yes, we are here to free Brittany. Brittany. The next thing I wanted to be a really hardcore news reporter on is Madison LaCroix going live on Instagram after a very intense Sunday fun day. Did you see any of that? Yes. And I had such bad embarrassment. Like I would crawl into a hole and die if I ever did anything of that nature on Instagram live. Like it it was, yes. What's that word where you're like, uh, it's like um, third party embarrassment or whatever. I'm secondhand embarrassment. Oh yeah. (laughs) secondhand embarrassment it was like cringe okay so Madison LaCroix obviously a cast member of Southern Charm who used to date Austin she's going live on Instagram and she's like basically doing everything that Austin and Kristen Cavallari and Justin Anderson her Anderson I believe yeah um, also, he sends us, uh, sends me because I'm a blonde, all of his blonde products and they are fire. They are so good. Oh, God. Jealous. 
<laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> Famous. Um, so it was just, it was hard to watch. And apparently she was like flashing Instagram the whole time. And I mean, she's drop dead gorgeous. So I wouldn't, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world, but yeah. it was hard to watch. So if me and Courtney ever are wasted on a Sunday fun day and start going live on Instagram, just don't watch. <laughs> don't watch. I mean, I couldn't believe it, but, um, the account best of Bravo, she does a lot of Southern charm stuff. Um, cause she's based in Nashville and she like went to, uh, uh, Craig's like opening of this, uh, you know, sewing down South store in Charleston. But she posted like a compilation, none of the stuff flashing, but it got, somebody reported it and they took it down and then they threatened to delete her account. I have no idea on what means or grounds, like they took it down for and then threatened to do that. But like, apparently like Madison's team is like out and about trying to get everything, any like recordings of the live taken down. So she's trying to pull a Khloe Kardashian? Exactly. But without as much power. <laughs> honestly I don't know I think Madison LaCroix she's like one sneaky gal she is I mean she she is who who knows I mean the girl's crazy I'm so excited for Southern Charm to come back it's one of my favorite shows um yeah I mean I'm just so excited somebody right before we got on um compared her to Brandy Glanville how do you feel about that I, I think that they're just both thirsty. Like they both <laughs> love the spotlight. Like they love, you know, like they, they, they're so happy that they're reality TV stars, but we need those people for yeah. good reality television. That's why like, yeah, maybe they're terrible humans, but like, I like that. I need yeah. them on my screen because yeah. they bring the drama for these shows. Otherwise you're just we can't just watch normal humans all the time. Like otherwise me and you could have a reality TV show. Okay, please. We are not normal humans and we should have a reality TV show. So don't put that out into the world. But also that's the same way I feel about what'd you say? I just was going to say, we got asked if we wanted to be on supermarket sweep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, put us on this game show. It's like, like, what is our next steps? Talk about thirsty humans. Put us on, put us on a grocery store show. We'll do anything to get on the TV. (laughs) But low key, we'd actually be so good at supermarket sweeps. I know. I know. So I hope that they like email us back. I'm getting (laughs) that it was like a prank or something, but I'm all excited. Okay, so I feel the same way about Madison and Brandy Glanville than I feel about Ramona Singer. Thoughts, questions, concerns? No, I mean I know what you mean. Like we, they're 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 monsters, but there are monsters. <laughs> <laughs> there are little monsters. There are little monsters. Oh, they are. But look, we're just hold, holding down the journalism front again. We'll keep you updated <laughs> with with the next steps of Madison Lacroix. <laughs> we're the hard hitting stories. We are here to break it down for you guys. That was a fun one. Yeah, this was such a fun episode. I feel like it was maybe, I know, you know, we were bummed that we didn't record last week, but I think this was perfect because we had so much to catch you guys up on. Next week, I'm going to be recording from Hawaii. Um, We're going to have some fun things to talk about Kelly's birthday. So definitely just stay tuned and we can't wait to chit chat next week. We love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.